you very much, my dear listener, for choosing our station. This is the New Life Program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Today we'll be having a story from the Bible in Living Sound. The story is about the temple cleansed again. Thereafter, we'll have Brother Steve Rundu talk about giving it all to God during the Bible segment. To start off, here's a song, Go Ye by Faith, for today quoted. There's a hungering of souls to prepare them for the Lord who is coming to give us the joy. There's a searching of souls for restoration of the joy. Tis an honor comes from above. Go ye to the world and preach the word. Baptize them in the name of the Father. Time to welcome the Bible in Living Sound to share with us. Ah, Annas, my father-in-law. There's going to be a great Passover feast this year. The streets of Jerusalem are already filled to overflowing with excited crowds. Well, you can thank that man, Jesus, for all the excitement and the inrush of people. <laughs> and because of him, many more sacrificial animals will be sold than ever before. And as high priest, I'm entitled to a share of the extra profit. Uh, the dignitaries of the temple, the high priest himself, engaging in the merchandising of sacrificial animals. <laughs> and why not? The people have become so familiar with the shedding of sacrificial blood that the sacredness of the occasion has been almost totally destroyed. 
two shekels. It was only one last year. The price has been changed. Changed by whom? The high priest, with the approval of the council. But I can buy a lamb in the marketplace for one shekel. What right have you to charge two here? The right of power. <laughs> but argue that with a head merchant. Do you want a lamb or not? No. I'll find the head merchant and, and argue with him as you suggest. How dare you come here and disturb me with such an absurd complaint? How dare you impose such hardships as to charge double prices for the approved lamb? Well, bring in your own lamb, then. And the priest would say it wasn't perfect. You work together, I know you do. Naturally. I believe you're more interested in the money that you get from the sale of the lambs than you are in the reason for the offering of the sacrifice. I want money, all right, and it really doesn't make too much difference to me how I get it. Well, listen to this. Samuel wrote... Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Do you think I know not the scriptures? It would appear you don't. And furthermore, you know what Isaiah said about the temple services as well as I do. But through the years, tradition has added some to it, deducted some, until now the truth is perverted. The pure truth of what Isaiah wrote is this. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifice unto me, saith the Lord? I am full of the burnt offerings of rams, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks. When ye come to appear before me, cease to do evil, learn to do well, relieve the oppressed, plead for the widow. It is still decreed you must sacrifice a lamb, and that lamb will cost twice what it did last year. <laughs> I see you're back. Had your little discussion with the temple rulers? I'll take the lamb. Of course. I knew you would. The price as set by the merchants, backed by the priests and Sanhedrin, is law. You must obey. No one dared disobey. <laughs> the crowd. They're looking with awe at someone who just came in the court. It is Jesus with some of his disciples. But look, the people draw away from him. It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. Take these things hence. I'm going to get out of here. I will remain here with Jesus. I have nothing to fear. Hosanna to the son of David! Hosanna! Hosanna to the son of David! He is our king! Hosanna to the son of David! Uh, we shouldn't have run out of the temple court. We're letting one man alone control the temple and the people. Let us go back in. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Behold, he is our king. Hosanna to the son of David. People of Israel, I say unto you, the house of God is desecrated by the feet of children and the shouts of rejoicing. Hosanna to the Son of David! He is our King! Surely, great teacher, thou canst hear what they say. Yes. Have ye never read, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? Behold our King! Oh, disgusting. But he is wise, knows how to handle crowds. He holds a little child asleep on his breast. <laughs> he acts as if he were the guardian of the temple. He is assuming kingly authority. The Sanhedrin must take action. 
for all is lost. Our king is just, and he has salvation. Hosanna to our king. I hope that you've indeed enjoyed that story from the Bible in Living Sound. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about this program by writing to the producer, Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 4276 Code 00100 Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awrnairobi at Let us listen to a song, I Boast Not, by Faithful Today. I boast not of ways, no. My crown, my robe stained with sin, it was all that I had to lay at his feet, unworthy to feast from the table of his life, till God made provision for me.
This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I hope that you're enjoying the show from wherever you are. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Brother Steve. Giving it all to God. Our key text comes from the book of Genesis, chapter 22, verses 1 and 2. And I will read. Some time later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, he said, Here I am, he replied. Then God said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering. On one of the mountains I will tell you about. God makes an absolute claim not only on our possessions, but also on our trust. He seeks and expects us to entrust to his loving provision those people and gifts of whatever description that we have. It is crucial for us to recognize that this test was real for Abraham. Reformer John Calvin who lived between 1509 and 1564, observes, When Isaac alone is left in whom the weary old age of the good man may repose, he is shortly after ordered to sacrifice him. What more frightful thing can the human mind imagine than for a father to become the executioner of his own son? If Isaac had died of the sickness, who would have not thought Abraham the most miserable of all men? Given a son in jest, on whose account his grief of childlessness should be doubled, if he had been killed by some stranger, the calamity would have been much increased by the indignity. But for a son to be slaughtered by his own father's hand surpasses every sort of calamity. In short, throughout life he was so tossed and trouble that if anyone wished to paint a picture of a calamitous life, he could find no model more appropriate than Abraham's. Investor and author Kenneth Eldred, despite his desire to become a businessman, assumed that making a decision for Christ would necessitate his entering the pastorate. But like Abraham, he reflects, whom God asked to offer his precious son, but then provided another way, I was not required to carry out the sacrifice. The Lord was more concerned with my demonstration of willingness. Acknowledging that holding our possessions at God's disposal goes beyond determining what we do with our money, devotional writer Sloan Hughes, who lived between 1928 to 2006, observes that in doing so we establish a life attitude, becoming people under orders, people with a sense of mission and discretion and direction. You realize you are handling something on behalf of another, the another being God, that does something to the whole of life, puts sacredness into the secular, lifts the sordid into the sacred. Hughes continues, 
The action of Abraham in scripture provides an excellent example of how to transfer ownership of our possessions to God. He placed his son on the altar and was willing to part with him if that was what God wanted. If you have never done so, then picture yourself kneeling before God's altar as did Abraham. Offer up to him all your possessions in a moment of prayer. Be prepared to die emotionally to money. Tell God that from now on there will not be two masters in your life, just one, and that is him. It is not easy to do such a thing like what Abraham did. Abraham gave his possession to God. But not just that. He took all his trust and placed it on God. That is the definition of faith. Faith is a stewardship relationship between you and God. That his only son, that he loved so much, and that was a son of a promise. We will rationally think most of the time that probably God did not want me to sacrifice this son because he promised me to be a father of all nations through this son and therefore there is no way he will take him away from me before he even born a son to me. But Abraham did not think rationally because he knew whom he trusted. He knew who God was to him and he did not even think twice. We ask ourselves questions like why would God ask Abraham to sacrifice Isaac if he already knew Abraham's heart? That is a point to think about. That what thing will God ask you to sacrifice if this story were retold with you as the main character? Think deep about that. Then also the question is asked, how can you develop trust in God? What is necessary for absolute trust? A stewardship relationship is not just a financial relationship or a monetary relationship. It is a relationship of trust. Trusting that he who gave you your life, your family, your businesses, your profession, all that you possess, your friends, is the same person who can give you more that you do not have. And therefore, taking all that giving to him is a sign of first acknowledgement that he is the provider, secondly, appreciating him, and thirdly, loving and trusting him who, at the first time, gave you all these things. And therefore, let us pray about it. We pray, Lord, this story is convicting and powerful. Help me to trust you like Abraham did with all I have and with all I hold precious in my life. I have prayed this, trusting and believing that your will will be done in my life. For I have prayed in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We have come to the end of our show for today. Please send us your views, comments, or questions about this program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. 
Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a presenter Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. There's a hungering of souls to prepare them for the Lord who is coming to give us the joy. There's a searching of souls for restoration of the joy. Tis an honor that comes from above. Go ye to the world and preach the word. Baptize them in the name of the Father. Trophies 
my crown, my robe stained with sin. It was all that I had to lay at his feet, unworthy to feast from the table of his life.